Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. This is Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Poulos. So fuck you and fuck your baby and fuck your wife. <laughs> Why fuck them all? So you have headphones. We're recording at a barbecue gas station. We're not pausing this to put a baby in there. So, uh, so you can just stop it right. You're half drunk and high oh, trying to read a map. Right, here we go. We're literally. We are on, <laughs> on the edge of the Grand Canyon. That's my whole job when I'm on the road is protecting my butt. Stoner. And the fat man. He says, man. You really need to turn your life around. Fuck you, Mark. Mark, pull up the <laughs> Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. Mark Pulos here with you, as always. Happy to uh, bring a new guy onto the podcast, a good friend, an old friend. Chad Miller is on the podcast today, a comic... Um, Started out in Arizona, moved out to uh, North Carolina, back in Denver now. We talk uh, music, we talk about comedy, we talk about family, and then he takes on the dreaded five horrible questions. Enjoy. Yahoo! I enjoy that $250 (laughs) cleaning fee. You're a real anus, Chad Miller. On the program, Chad Miller. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, for <laughs> you having me to your uh, recording studio here. So you are currently chugging a rock star because uh, you have energy problems? Well, I have sleep problems. Is <laughs> the well? Uh, have you had trouble with sleep? I always do. Really? Yeah. From a young age? Uh Let's yeah, get, as, long as, this. As, long, as long as I can remember. What yeah. happened to you as a child? Chad? No, nothing. Let's talk about this. Nothing. No, it's kidding. just me. Uh, <laughs> it's the I just can't shut down like the Ringling Brothers Carnival going on in my head like twenty four seven. My uh, my wife has a real problem with sleep, and uh, she says it's the same kind of thing. She can't uh, she can't shut it down to go to sleep, and I on the other hand. Uh, and borderline narcoleptic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to hold this. You're going to hold it? Yeah. All right. Well, look at That's you, right. newsman. Well, we're, we're comics, dude. Come on. Isn't this more comfortable? <laughs> you're telling me you're, you're comfortable Welcome. sitting down? Welcome to stand? NBC. What are we going to stand up across from each other? Good and evening. Dueling yeah, stand up? Yeah, we'll do like an eight mile. <laughs> stand up you eight go. mile. Look at this white motherfucker showing his <laughs> shit and his hands and stuff. Man, this honky ass is tripping. <laughs> no, I, just, I just like keeping it in the holder because I, I get tired of holding it after like four Oh, minutes. I'm going to put it. It's not going to stay yeah. like this. It's so good. Right. There'll just be constant rattling as you take it in and out of the Oh, no, I, I'm very, I was very. Yeah, you could slide it in real, real nice and things. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, well, Chad Miller, comic. Where did you get your start? Uh, in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, Arizona, or as I like to call it, the Hellmouth of America. <laughs> I don't know what I was actually. Uh, I was doing an interview earlier today for my weekend next week in uh, Rochester at Goonies, 
and I was talking to the lady on the phone. I refuse uh, to ever go back to Tucson again. And it has nothing to do with the comedy club or the people involved there. A lot of times it does. Yeah. Well, we can talk about Gary here in a second. Not Hood, but Bynum. Um, <laughs> Easy now. I'm trying to get back into that club. So. But... It's my hometown, uh, man. I got it. What, you know, what am I going to do? Whatever is going on in Tucson uh, is bad mojo for me. Uh, so I worked there for years for Scotty Goff. And then uh, I took a long break because it switched hands or whatever. And I just didn't have much interest in going back down to Tucson because it's such a far. Right. Break, I mean, you you'd know. have to have something on yeah. the end of it or, you know, to, to make it make sense. So there was a there was one year where I was kind of stagnated. I didn't have that much work. So I made the decision that I was going to go and I was going to do this thing to kind of further my. Jesus Christ. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to put my phone on silent. You son of a bitch. Um, uh, Is that rank. your ringer? Yeah. What was that? Death to everybody? No, <laughs> no it's uh, saliva. Oh. Right. Yeah. That's what a narcissist I am. It's my walk-on music is my ringtone. That is the I wish saddest, I was making that up. The Mark. saddest thing I've ever heard. And it's not because it's my... I just... It happens to be my favorite song, so that's why I have it as my walk-on. It's not... What is the song? It's uh, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll by Saliva. Oh, okay. Are you At least it wasn't that other one. I'm going to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Whatever that song is. Listen, they're kind of my favorite band, sort of. I mean, Anthrax is still always, but yeah. But even I, I don't have that song in my iTunes. Yeah. So I'm like, Anita, don't you hate that when a band yeah. you really like puts that? It happened a lot, like in the '90s, that it uh, a band you really like would. The there would be that ballad. one song that was the power ballad well, that they yeah. had to put to sell the record. Yeah, but I my one of my favorite bands is Kill Switch Engage. And, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like what? Oh, what is the was, name of that song? Was, I know uh, what you're talking about. Uh, ballad or uh, what the hell is the name of the song? Anyways, they they had a song on the one album where obviously someone in a suit who looked like a right. prick walked into the room and he was like, listen, guys, we're getting no traction with this album. All right, you're just screaming and dancing and screaming and screaming. We need something we can sell. Some so, dildo that's never even strummed yeah. the guitar is trying to so, tell you how to... Now I got to Google this thing. It was... Uh, so it, on the album, the song sounds different from the radio version the the album version there's still all the screaming there's still all of uh uh the hard guitar riffs and all that kind of stuff right. and then you listen to the you listen to the the radio version and, and all the screamings out of it and the guitar is kind of toned down a little bit and uh i wish i could find let's see it was on end of heartache i believe <laughs> Uh, See this my curse was that it? No, yeah, yeah, Last yeah, yeah. Serenade, something like it's that. one of those two. Yeah, because my so, curse goes, you know, this is my curse. Yeah, isn't that that the, yeah, how the hook? Yeah, and uh, I if think, Switch I think has fi I hooks, think Five Finger so to Death speak. Punch had the same thing happen to them, where they put out one of the albums and they were like, we need a radio hit, so they they slowed it down and it was like. Well, they did like bad company on or something like They that. did bad company on their last 
a cover of yes which was fucking very good by the way who uh didn't they do the album before didn't they do a deal cover or was that kill switch engage that was kill switch anyways both of those are they did uh i think they did rainbow in the dark didn't they uh no they did the other the other big hit oh uh Oh, shit. Something about a devil. Is it a devil? Maybe? I don't... Son of a bitch. We're back to Google. We're back. Let us find Google here. Let's but this see. is... So far, we're off to the ADD podcast. I know. Uh, Holy shit, man. We need to get I'm back to I'm all over the road. Tucson you were Tucson. I know. I got you. We're going to go... We're going to spin <laughs> it back around to... Uh, to oh, uh, Holy Diver. They did Holy there Diver. There you go. Boom. Thank you. Boom. Hmm. Nailed it. So, My timing uh, is impeccable, isn't it? Like, yes. <laughs> like 60 seconds later. Where are you on Holy uh, Diver. Iron Maiden? I, I mean, you like I, how can you, you know, if you like, if you like heavy music, I, I mean, you, I, I, I refuse to believe that there's somebody that just fucking hates Maiden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they it's, love Metallica. Yeah. They, they'll like, they'll, maybe they even like Motorhead. Like yeah. we'll go, you know what I mean? Not just like newer stuff, but if they like... And I want to go, and seriously, you hate Maiden? Like, how? <laughs> what? Dude, the best was, like, Maiden's one of my favorite bands. And there was a, a cover band that was playing a bar. And my wife, God bless her, she's a huge fan of jazz and like, the 40s and shit. Sure. And she goes with me to this cover band called Maiden Minneapolis, and uh, which is a really cool cover band name for Iron Maiden. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, I was Ma- so oh, I get up it. For it took it. me made in Minneapolis. Yeah, I got you. So I was like so jacked up to go. <laughs> it took me a Holy second. shit, Chad. Sorry. How high are you right currently? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm almost <laughs> where I need to be. But I'm almost no, at but the I sweet was, spot. No, but here's the thing. I was sitting here. Really, the reason it took me a second because I wasn't. You know, it, it, it was like obviously it's a shticky cover band yeah. name, which is fine. I was yeah. in plenty of those. And there was uh, a Dio cover band after them called Rainbow in the Dark. Rain Dio in the oh okay so I thought you were going to say something no. like Rain in, Dio in Minnesota in the dark, yeah in the Minnesota area. So I was focused on well hey if she likes jazz at least it was like Maiden who were like you could well, see the you know what I mean at least it, it wasn't Slayer I was more focused on your story it's, than the it's so funny pardon because me for listening Mark man I tell. <laughs> You like I've how already I already insulted my guest. You like everybody. how I reversed that yeah. right back on you, <laughs> son of a bitch. You brought it right back around. Um, so uh, another couple came with us, and the, and they're big Iron Maiden fans, and we were trying to sell it to her like, well, Iron Maiden, they're not, you know, the classic heavy metal band. Like a lot of their stuff is harmonics and and slower kind of like it's not like slayer yeah no 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 you know what i mean which i love slayer too but so um there was three bands on the bill there was made minneapolis the rainbow in the dark and then the opening band just out of nowhere was a heavy metal band from um like colorado springs or some shit called Hmm. like king tut's curse or something like that <laughs> like well we don't really know who these guys are and they were like they were like cannabis cannibal corpse it was just like, oh oh the cookie monster stuff oh my god the- and i i pride myself on being a heavy metal fan i literally had to go to the bathroom and put tissues in my ears because my i was getting a headache it was so loud and it was just so constant like there wasn't a break it was just constant right 
listen, and I'm in, like, in, all right, listen. In in UFC fights, it's not just five minute rounds, just like hammer fist USA, like yeah. the whole time. I mean, you, you can't you need do a cool that. Down. You know, even Metallica understood you needed that cool down. Well, know? yeah. Well, that. Well, okay. Well, that means they'll play like, um, you know. Uh, uh, battery, you know, they'll open with battery or like hit the lights or something like the, you know, yeah. that's fast. But then, you know, they'll put in like seek and destroy yeah. or fade to black one. There you go. Kind of stuff. But the funniest part about Iron Maiden, this cover band, I was really excited to see him. And then they played a bunch of shit that I'd never <laughs> listened to. The stuff that I'm like, I kind of skip over on the albums. Right. Know? I'm, I'm more like of a stranger in a strange thing. land, uh, kind of. They did they did a handful from the very first album where it wasn't oh. even Bruce Dickinson; it was some other guy. I see. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah. Killers, I, was like, I think, is just some other. Isn't guy. Uh, what's the um, Wrathchild? That's not yeah. Bruce Dickinson. No, no, no. I always thought that was Bruce yeah. Dickinson. He sounded a lot like him. Because that's, I mean, that's a jam. He came on uh, Number of the Beast. I think was after Killers was the first album that he was on and then he obviously left for a while and it was so funny to hear that story about him leaving iron maiden and his reasoning behind it was i can't i can't be selling the singing the silliness for the rest of my life i need to go and i need to do something that means anything so his first solo album was called do you remember oh Balls to Picasso. Yeah, 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 yeah. His first solo album was Balls to Picasso. Which might be, that you could make an argument that's the greatest <laughs> name of any record ever. Ever. Well, you know what his next album was called after that? Son of a bitch. Who's I, calling you? No, it's, yeah, it's, um, I was trying to fix that. And, oh, uh, his second album, if you guys don't know, was called Accident at Birth. <laughs> was the second album, <laughs> which rounded out his solo career. And then he came and back, he went with, back to with uh, Brave New World, which incidentally is one of my favorite albums from Iron Maiden is Brave New World. But it is a silly band. They're not... They're not singing about anything accessible. <laughs> no. They're, they're singing about time travelers I, and ancient wooden ships is what they're singing about. And, you know, and the the whole, they got that, they got the gimmick, like with Eddie, oh, the, yeah. the, 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 the skeleton, skeleton for people that aren't Maiden fans, yeah. but just look at any Maiden record cover. Yeah. I don't, don't we sound like a couple of old timers here? I know. Oh, look at the record cover. You get one of those. Uh, it's a 33 and a third, you know. Vinyls? Does it have a record player? On the ones and twos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, is, do you feel like... Like that I, was... The, yeah. the, like that, it's all, that was all just selling you, the brand. Like that's all that that dude was. Spinal Tap is obviously based on Iron Maiden, right? I, I would... I would think so. Somebody was telling me that they weren't. They're based on a different spoon. But I'm like, how is that not Iron Maiden? It's I think like it's. Fucking... It may not necessarily be one band in particular, yeah, but just that probably. whole genre. I mean, yeah. come on. It was. You know, uh, 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 this literally is a, a, a 30 second story. Yeah. And then ahead. we got to no, get back please. to to the Pulos uh, uh, Pulos Gate in uh, Hellmouth, yeah. Arizona. It is, it is pretty sick. So <laughs> that's what we call everything now. Yeah. Gate. Gate, yeah. deflate, penis gate, gate deflate I mean, gate, spy gate, yeah. Uh, yeah. penis gate, whatever. 
Anyhow, uh, <laughs> Spinal Tap almost uh, ended my wife and I's relationship before it began. You have got to be shitting me. I'm not. On what uh, we, basis? Were, we, we had just like kind of, we, we were sp- like sport fucking at the time. <laughs> what? I'm just being honest. That's, that's how we met. We worked together years ago and I was pouring the Tag, drinks and she was taking them to the table. And uh, <laughs> Jesus she apparently liked what daddy had going on. Oh, and all just, right. And we started humping. We were friends first. Chad, but this is graphic. The- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep going. It's uncensored. Feel free. So, well, I was trying not to get carried away. Yeah, with well, the, you know. with the with all the curses, but so she came over, uh, you know, to quote unquote watch a movie, which we yes. always did watch a movie, and then we humped. Which, but, when you're younger, it's it's code for right. it's sex. Time. Yeah, let's let's yeah. you know uh, you know. Quick quick interjection before I forget. Yeah, it. Uh, I worked with a comic who. Um, Years ago, I was like 22 at the time or 23, and we were doing a gig, and the, it was the whole scenario with the two girls. One of them was was kind of being annoying, and I wanted to hook up with the other girl. Oh. So my buddy took, took he, the he, bullet he to would, hang out with the other girls. So he I was the true wingman. Yeah. So he uh, he says to her, like, uh, it, it ended up being she was cool with it. She was like, whatever. So we went off and did our thing, and they were hanging out together. And he said to her, you know, while we have this time to hang out, he's like, do you want to hang out down here, or do you want to go in my room and watch a movie? <laughs> and he meant watch a movie, and she heard, well, I guess now we're well, he sex. Well, he said go in my room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so a reasonable literally assumption. Literally like sliding Toy Story 3 into the DVD player, turning around, and she's topless. And he had a serious girlfriend, and so he, he called me on the phone, and he's like, we need this is over like this girl is way too aggressive and she's half naked in my room this has to end <laughs> so anyways get back so to he your went story. from being your boy to like you son of a bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right like but the best was they showed up again the next night because uh you know the lady was looking for some more sugar and uh and he told me before they walked up on us he's like this isn't happening he's like i'm not and i was like come on he's like please don't do this to me tonight. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You're like, so he's just, trying to be faithful. Yeah. Right? So like, I'm just chatting with this girl and I'm like, you know, it's not going to happen. I got to get up early. It's really nice to meet you. Take your number. I'll see you again sometime. And as I'm talking to her, I'm glancing over and this girl is saying stuff into his ear and he just keeps going. No, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> and then she got all pissed off, obviously. Cause she's she had like, this, you know, this complex, what if I, like, what she if was, I did this? And you could put it here. Yeah. And how about now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she took it very personal, obviously. You know, she was a beautiful lady and he was he was faithful, you know, God bless him. And uh and she got pissed and she was like, She's like, going. This son of a bitch. I offered Started him door in, in. I offered him door number three <laughs> and, and everything. And he said Door no. number five. <laughs> uh so she yeah. came over to, you know, as the girl quotes, took it, uh, a movie. as uh, old girl in your story took it to watch a movie, which is yeah. what I was throwing out there too as well. <laughs> so thankfully it worked out. But uh, And I asked her, I said, well, what, 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 what are you in the mood for? And she said, I, I want to watch something funny. 
And it, to me, I'm like, because well, we already we already done seen Blades and Saddles. Uh, yeah, that was film. I a mean, great piece of cinematic. Like if you ask me to, if you want to watch something funny, you're either gonna get Blazing Saddles, Spinal Tap, uh, Fletch. <laughs> These uh, are all gold. <laughs> any of the John Hughes movies. Yeah. We'll just make that any of them. Anyway. Uh, and probably basketball that would be you my five you lost me at basketball i know that's a tough one <laughs> yeah. everybody's into it i See, i love it, it makes me giggle like me a that, five-year-old every time give, i watch it if you had given me that list and said one of these movies almost ended my marriage you would have said began, basketball i would have said basketball right well i don't well, well with a woman you're not going to open with basketball i mean that that's is true that is true. i'm not that much of a knuckle dragon <laughs> caveman i mean i am but I'm a, a bit refined. Uh, so, I've well, put it this way. I've at least talked myself out of enough ass uh, to know, okay, I shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. Okay, I got that now. It only took me about 100 times. It's me going home moment. beating off and crying, wondering why I was alone. Where you say that one line where you're like, Ooh! Hey, uh, can I put that back in? You my like stand-up mouth? comedy? Here's like, my favorite: Dice Clay. Like, the chick like is Kelly Osborne last week. Did you see that video? No. She was on the View, and they were talking about Donald Trump's racist comments. <laughs> and she said, uh, "She said honestly, Donald Trump, if you threw out all the Mexicans from America, who would clean your toilets?" <laughs> and. In uh, retrospect, I understand what she was trying to get to, that he relies a lot on uh, right. Mexican-American labor in his business, but they took it the right way, that she was saying right. the only good jobs for, for uh, Mexicans are cleaning, cleaning toilets, toilets which, and she has been backpedaling ever since. Uh, so tell me how I mean, just putting on Spinal Tap almost ruined it. Because 15 minutes into the movie... <laughs> She looks at me and says, and I quote, this is arguably the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen. And I looked at her like, get the fudge out. Like, I, I was like, I literally, I was like, had we not already had sex and I was like, you know, the juice is worth the squeeze, right? Yeah. I would, yeah. I, Mark, honestly, I, I would have said, down, get out. Chatty. Get, you and I obviously are not going to get along. No, no, yeah. But another example of that is when she was pregnant with our son. Now, mind you, she was like, like probably yeah. seven, eight months at this point. Were sick all the time. You know, yeah, nothing. Can't eat anything. Sure. Nothing yeah. sounds good. Mm-hmm. We go to see Van Wilder in the movie theater. Did you know that that movie is based on Bert Kreischer? No. I just learned that yesterday. I had no, I would that have never guessed that. That movie was written and produced based on Burt Kreischer's life in college. Really? Yeah. Wow. Insane. I would have and never guessed that. There was that. a moment where he almost sued about it because he felt like he didn't get enough money for it, and he decided against it. And last year, the producers of that movie are basically like giving him whatever he wants. Like, well, I mean, if that's true, then not for nothing. How many? spinoffs did they make of that yeah. i mean come on how much yeah. money did they make for, i mean that's a reasonable bitch yeah so the scene where the 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 dildo uh frat boy boyfriend yep that's and where he's tara reed had slipped the the old uh uh laxative in the, in the trash the, can 
dude, when he shits in the trash can, we're in the movie theater. My wife is about to vomit. Right? <laughs> she not just from, doesn't. Not from laughing so no. hard. From being disgusted L- at a man shitting in a trash yes. can. Yes. <laughs> she. <laughs> it's a miracle we're together because. I'm about to vomit because I'm laughing so hard. Yes. There, there yeah. are tears. She's we're not married at this point. And she's sick, concerned about her child, <laughs> about to throw up, looks over for hopefully some comfort from the father of her child, who's doubled over, banging his uh fists into his knees, <laughs> crying, almost making a spectacle out of himself. <laughs> And she's like, I have obviously made a horrible life decision. <laughs> so I feel like uh, I feel like many a times my wife has been at that point. Yeah, where we're watching a film, and I'm laughing at like it, it wasn't to the extent of almost our marriage breaking up, but I did have a a, a, a tiny step back when I presented her with the Big Lebowski. And oh, yeah, my wife hates that movie she too. She didn't, she could not get on board with no. it. But the one that surprised me the most was because she loves the Christopher Guest movie. She loves oh, really? Best in Show. She loves um, A Mighty Wind, Mighty Wind all that. Uh, for Your Consideration, all that stuff. The thing that surprised me the most was when I presented her with The Princess Bride, and she was like, Do not get it. Wow. Not even funny in the least. Wow. And we have tons of friends that when she says that, they're just like speechless. What? Like no understanding. Yeah, my and wife she's loves like, that movie. Yeah, she's like, maybe I got to watch it again. Like, But, <laughs> you know, that that is surprising to everybody else. For me, the yeah. Big Lebowski thing was the biggest surprise because we do have a lot of the same sense of humor when it comes to movies and right. stuff. Like. Our favorite top five movies, as far as comedies goes, are pretty close to each other. Like, you know, Anchorman's in there, and um, I want to hate that Libre movie, and all but that I kind can't. Of stuff. Yeah, it's. I want to hate Anchorman. I really do. I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> but then, you know, what? I think with those movies, what it is, it's it's just so much fun to say those lines with your buddies. Oh, that for that's sure. what makes it yeah. like a classic. And dude, yeah, I'm with you with Nacho Libre, but my wife yeah. hates that. She just doesn't like Jack Black. Period. Like, tena- and that's the thing about she my wife hates too. Tenacious she D. hates Jack Black. Yes. Loves that film. Really? Because yeah. that's like Jack Black. Jack Black it lit- up. Yeah, you know what she I mean. She literally like, watches The Holiday and fast forwards through the Jack Black films. <laughs> Because she loves the film so much, but hates Jack Black. But he's not Jack Blacking it up in that I movie. I know, dude. There are so. The first time I watched Nacho Libre, I was like, "This is the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and the second time I watched it, I kind of started getting it. And the third time I watched it, like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Can I? Can you I? You were sleeping in that Friday shirt and those slacks. Can I? They are my PG. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking amazing. See. Here's here's a, a perfect example for comedy in general, for comics that are just starting out. Yeah, watch that movie. Yeah, it's not what the lines are. Yeah. It's that it's Jack Black's swagger <laughs> and yes. full on. You want to talk about committing to the bit? <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. 
Dude, that is like uh, should be almost like if there was uh, anybody teaching stand up out there right now. Yeah, if you're not using Commitment. that movie, <laughs> and, you, and I I do have to admit that I uh, that whole um, you know the in, uh, side effects from pills and making yeah, you shit your pants. Yeah. I I used to do a bit about that, and I literally would. Uh, I, I kind of, I did the same. The where he goes, these are my sexy pants, and he goes, like clenches oh, his yeah. cheeks together. <laughs> sucks sucks the pants up. His yeah, ass. I I <laughs> I don't. You know, I could have gotten that that from not having you actually stand up and do it for yeah, me. Yeah, but it that's you know. that's something I'm never gonna be able to wash out of my eyes. So I appreciate that. That was Since my this gift is not a visual you, medium, right. Chad literally stood up and did the ass thing with his pants because I wouldn't get. I've seen the movie like a hundred times. I wouldn't get that part where he sucks the pants up his ass. Yeah, that's dedication, Holmes. <laughs> I uh, that was even more graphic. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> but yeah, I oh my god, the lines from Big Lebowski just lead my life at this point. Just because we're bereaved doesn't make us saps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chinaman, dude, come on. It's Asian You know, and, and my wife loved Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And hated The Big Lebowski. How did... What? what? And see, my wife loves Fargo, hates The Big Lebowski. And uh, she And didn't... I guess Fargo's a little darker, but it's just, you know... Yeah, and she couldn't Still take kind of uh, uh, No Country for Old Men, and and I really, I dug I that really movie. Dug that yeah, movie. I really like the way. And that I know was made. a lot of people fucking hated it. Yeah, I loved that it was so slow that it that tension did by you, the end did of you the realize movie. That there was there was no soundtrack to that film. Yeah, that I didn't notice that until somebody mentioned it to me in. Uh, uh, I did because well, I mean I was a drummer for I mean, oh but okay. and that's what added the, dude I was so twisted in a pretzel <laughs> yeah. by the towards the end of that movie and then the way it ended the way it did yeah you I, it was almost like I walked out of there knowingly with blue balls yeah but I was like pointing my finger to the screen like oh you're good you yeah. Like, well, it's like, do you ever like, see the show The Office? You ever watch The Office? I never did. I never. There's there's an episode where um, the the girl's putting together a Halloween party, and she goes to this guy who's kind of creepy, and she's like, "I need something that's really scary." So he gives her this movie, and they're watching it, and it's like a home movie that he made, and it just doesn't make any sense. Like it's a lady in a car, and then it's a uh, wax fruit melting in the microwave, and all this shit. And some guy's like, what is this? What's the story? And the guy goes, maybe the the maker of the film even knew that a storyline was comforting. <laughs> and that's how I feel about No Country for Old, for Old Men. We don't get any kind of closure at the end of the film. I know. It's like, this is just how the world is. Yes. It's violent, and it doesn't make any sense. And that's the and, statement of this film. Right. And and I that's why I was like, oh, snap. I did not yeah. see that coming. Dude, they released like, a story yesterday nothing. That, uh, of like a, a 75-year-old grandma in Russia who murdered 14 people and ate all of them. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And nobody noticed that. it. The only way they noticed was like her neighbor disappeared and they caught like a surveillance camera for dragging her body back into her house and eating her. 
I mean, it's just like the shit that's going on in the world, man. There's so much evil. And that's that's the scariest shit, you know, when it doesn't make any sense. Right. You know, where it's like you can tie it to, you know, ISIS or, or terrorists or psychopaths or whatever. <laughs> but when just a random guy walks into a random house and just murders somebody and they ask him why he did it and he was like, I was just walking by and I wanted to kill somebody today. You know, that's the terrifying shit, you know. How do you fight against that? You know? I mean, yeah, the people just fucking snap. Yeah. I mean, where the fuck? How do we get off on this? <laughs> what the fuck? With... Back to Tucson. Uh, I'll take a moment real quick to uh, tell you about a couple sponsors on the podcast. Um, KB Remodeling Inc. Is, uh, is a great company if you live in the Minneapolis area. Check out kbremodelinginc.com. If you want to get uh, any remodeling done around your house, even small projects, uh, Kevin Brown runs the company. He's very good at his job. And also uh, Lee's Tees. Uh, it's a company that's been doing my funny T-shirts for quite a while now. And uh, if you've been at one of my shows and gotten one of my T-shirts, you know that it's a high-quality T-shirts and uh, high-quality colors and designs. Um, so if you need a t-shirt stay away from the big guys custom ink and all that bs go to lee's tees that's l-e-e-s-t-e-z.com for all your t-shirt needs um and thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast um that took 30 minutes to get back to this story and yeah, now we... i don't think it even has the juice anymore oh come on what you don't think we can we can't find some other rabbit hole to go down to between uh, it's here and there anyways i went to tucson three times and every time i got off the plane something horrible happened at home so oh. i just decided to you never said, go back that. to tucson again but my favorite gary bynum story <laughs> is the one time that i went there i was co-headlining with eddie brill i don't know if you know eddie brill he's from la yeah he, i mean i know who he oh is. okay so he drove in with um jen murphy <laughs> And they were the MC. Uh, he brought the MC, and then we were co-headlining. So they ran out of gas like 20 minutes from the club, and they did make it there by by like 7:50, and the show started at eight. But Gary was just like so pissed off about it that he didn't even allow them to go on stage to do the show. That he was like, "You have to be here at 7:30, or you can't do the show." So. He goes, you can go on Late Show, but I've already called somebody in to do this show. And then he went, he, he said something like, uh, you got to be here on time because this is Tucson, and Tucson doesn't fuck around. <laughs> Comments. I, I don't, I, I cannot, oh, I can, I'm just trying to imagine if... Do you find him abrasive, is the question. Oh, well, I mean, I, I never really dealt with him very much. Like, he... Um, I uh, I started, uh, like you, when Scotty ran the yeah. club. And I had already moved, <clears throat> I think, shortly... I'd moved to North Carolina, like, shortly after after Gary. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you feel... A weekend club in Tucson is the big leagues. D no, of course okay. not. Because <laughs> Gary Bynum believes. Well, I mean, that it... laughs in <laughs> Tucson is the big time. 
I, I, a club. I can't. Well, it's the only club in Tucson. So, I mean. Is I, it? I guess it is. It's yeah. the, the like yeah. dedicated comedy club. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's other like shows. For sure, man. Down. But, I, you know. I, so, wait. How long was it from you starting to move to North Carolina then? Um, Like, how long were you in the Tucson scene before you left? Well, I I had only I had only started doing open mics in Tucson uh, when Scotty was there, and then I had moved up to Phoenix. Then uh, had left actually Phoenix for left Phoenix for almost two years, moved back. Oh, okay. And then I started uh, uh, doing going on regularly in in the Phoenix area when I got back. Oh, okay. So I, I really only dealt with Scotty. Uh, so did you start then your first company working for was Heffron then? No. Really? No. Okay. I, I had... Um, Carol Pennington? I started... Uh, uh, well, I was uh, like the house MC at a at a club in Scottsdale oh, for like okay. three years. Nice. And then I just started working the road Oh, okay. from there and then uh, got a bartending gig in phoenix and then just worked road gigs whenever i could string some together tribble uh no i actually got in what i got in with the loony bin i stuck in arizona and you never did a tribble gig uh i actually just recently started working for tribble now that i live in denver uh well because i can take headline dates yeah for sure and tell them tell them to fuck off for anything else because no i would uh, mark i i mean living in arizona i would go like I had uh, well, Wits probably, End, do, I had yeah, Loonies, the, uh, I had Laughs in Albuquerque. Yeah, you do that run. Hyenas in Fort Worth, uh, yeah. the Laugh, uh, the comic strip in El Paso. Like, I mean, there was a, a lot, like, stuff, I just yeah. did clubs. Like, I, I wasn't interested in one night. That surprised the hell out of me back when uh, when they had the four, you know. Yeah. Wits in Colorado Springs, Springs, Springs Tucson, and Albuquerque. Tucson, yeah, and like once once you got into that was one, like the loony like bin back four. in the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you could make one phone call, that was and get up and yeah. knock a month off your calendar. I mean, what are your thoughts on Russ Rivas? Let's get into this. Oh, Russ. Uh, <laughs> Russ actually, he and I never had like no. like super big he issues. He fucking cracked me up so much. Thankfully, I was really good friends with Kurt Fletcher. Okay, I love he, Kurt, and they were really good friends. So it was like Why'd you I kind of got an in. Why did you so. make that hand gesture? No, like, it was like this. Like oh, they were good friends. Oh, okay. So you, I didn't, I didn't see a, the index yeah, finger. No, I, I wasn't was like hand jobbing them. Both. <laughs> I wasn't uh, Chinese finger cuff and ball. So that's how Kurt got... No, I'm just kidding. Kurt's fucking hilarious, He is, man. He kills me. Uh, No, it's funny you said that Bynum story, like you have to be here at a certain time. Yeah. Because actually, uh, Russ, in regards to... Here's how I always remember Russ Rivas. The, The first time I ever headlined his club was the week... Uh, I think he was planning on having a one more week, uh, and then shutting the doors. Yeah. But then he decided, uh, uh, just uh, fuck it. I'm because there was, <laughs> there was a whole lot of drama going on with uh the club in general, and I I don't know. At the, I wasn't privy to a lot yeah. of it, so I I'm not gonna speak out of turn For or sure, anything. Man. But my biggest regret was not taking a picture of the marquee. Uh, the I, th- 
that you know had my name on it yeah. and then i was going to put in uh this week chad miller next week closed <laughs> like i was going to put next week closed on it because he just had he, he <laughs> and i was like that would have been the front page of my website for oh, like ever for like sure, man. um but same thing so we uh he's i said hey man would you you know would you like me here uh uh, half hour early. What do you know? I mean, I was trying yeah. to be respectful. He, he, he was, he was closing me on the, on the time right. stage. Yeah, so too. this is what he said. He goes, uh, you know, hey man, as long as you're uh, here, um, you know, by the time show kicks off, you know, I, I don't give a shit. And I, I, I was kind of like, okay, okay. <laughs> so the. <laughs> The the I can't remember who uh, who the uh, middle act was, but he and I got there like ten till maybe at yeah. at at the latest, and, and we were sitting shit. in the no we were sitting in the back. Of the club. He didn't even see us. Oh, okay. We were sitting in the back of the club. I'd already gotten uh, 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 a beer, yeah, and was sitting down taking a few sips of it, and you know, and all of a sudden uh, uh, I get a phone call uh, from Russ, and he goes, hey. He goes, are you are you two fucking guys gonna be here, the, or should I call off the other two comics that are on their way? And I'm like, <laughs> Russ, I'm in your club <laughs> right now. <laughs> Come out of the office and look to the left. I'm sitting. What? Yeah, it's so I. And the, the, they they hadn't These even two fucking guys. Because remember, he he had that whole big opening production before yeah, the show for sure. it went on that for was like, like 10 minutes, minutes right I, that hadn't even started yet <laughs> and he and I said something to that effect I said it, the goofy fucking production thing you do hadn't even started yet like <laughs> the the Chuck E. Cheese uh, kind of the, uh, the first time I ever worked there um, the MC was a guy from Phoenix and he had he had gotten this MC from like a, re a reference or whatever Um so the uh the first show that he did um he went he went way over oh. like he was supposed to do 15 and then he did like 20 and russ was ready to fire him right there oh yeah and the headliner was this really nice guy who i believe has passed now his name was scott kennedy yeah he has scott. you are correct and um, he, he was a great fucking yeah guy too. and so he talked russ out of firing him he was like come on let's Let's give him a chance. He, it's his new thing or whatever. So Russ is like, all right, I'll give him, I'll give him another chance. So uh, everything goes fine the first night. And then the second night, um, we go up there and he does his time. So we're all like, oh, thank God. Do my set. The headliner gets up there. And Russ was very strict on time. He wanted 15, 30, 45. We're yes. done. Like not yes. a minute over. So the headliner's going and it's about 44 minutes. And the MC turns to me and he goes, is this his closer? And I said, well, this isn't what he closed on last night, but he's at 44 minutes. So he's going to be done at 45. And he goes, oh, okay. So he leaves and goes in the bathroom. And the headliner's like, right at 45 minutes, Scott's like, thank you, good night, walks off stage. And there is dead air for a full oh. minute. And all you hear is the door from the office kick open and Russ go, what the fuck is going on around here? And then you hear all this commotion in the bathroom and him come running all the way up from the back and he grabs the microphone and he's like, 
and I'm heading for Scott Kennedy, everybody. I got to go by. And he was fired. Oh, and well, they, that I'm they, sorry, they, man. Yeah, they you brought, can't. They brought somebody else in at that point. Listen, man. He, yeah. See, and for me, that that was uh, that's kind of because th- those were the clubs I worked when I first started traveling. So for sure, man. I, I mean, I'm an asshole about time too. I mean, that. Uh, yeah. Well, if for a, me, like a, a minute a or two, comic, like a like, minute you or two, be respectful of all. Yeah. Times. But like you know, a minute or two, like that wouldn't you know yeah, what I mean? That whatever. wouldn't set me off. Okay, so yeah. especially if you you know maybe you had uh, someone in the audience that you maybe need to tend to for a second just to yeah. shut them up for the rest of the show. Yeah, not sure. like in a dick way, but <laughs> yeah, because you don't have control. to handle you yeah. don't have to handle heck all hecklers like dicks no. like. Yeah. I'm like, actually, I kind of like a bit of a ruckus when I'm on yeah, stage. Like, because sometimes they just need to get something out. Like, it's their buddy's birthday or hey, and you whatever. can, dude, you can just rub their belly for literally just yeah. five seconds, and they're validated, yeah. and they'll shut up and for listen sure. the rest of the show. You don't have. And sometimes, to, like, all you have to do is highlight it. Like, do you have something to say? And then they're like, "Oh shit!" Like. This is happening, and then they don't say anything. Oh, and they'll back down. Like, oh shit! Now that now that there's that moment in class where everybody is looking at them, he's looking at me. You're like, oh yeah, let's. It's easier than it than it, or it's a lot harder than it looks, isn't it? Anything else you'd like to get off your chest before we start five horrible questions? Hey man, I'm. You ready for it? Sure. Why not? So if you don't know, this is a part in the podcast where if I have a guest on, I ask them five horrible questions. They get increasingly horrible as the time goes on. And you can pass one. All right. All of them. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Question one. Mm -hmm. If someone was to offer you $50 million to never tell another joke for the rest of your life, would you take it? Yep. Really? Yep. You are literally the second comedian in two weeks that has said yes to that. And I had like 14 before that said no. Uh, now, meaning, on, oh, okay, hold on. Should I? This is prefaced for the rest of your life, off stage, on stage, oh. in any scenario. Oh, you I can can't ever. can never be funny again for the rest of your life. I, well. You have to be sad, Jerry. From Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, no, then no, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's a tough. I one. could, uh, you, if you were to mean quit doing stand up, you know, because yeah. this wasn't this this wasn't like Plan A for me. Like yeah. I always thought I was going to play drums in a band, but, for sure. Yeah. So that's why I was like, because truth be told, I mean, the Beebs could be like, "Hey, I'm looking for a drummer," and I'd be like, "Bye, motherfuckers." <laughs> Well, what's See funny ya. for me is like my uh, my inspiration to be a stand-up comic was it was something that I was good at and it was a job that I could do that had complete freedom. So my my inspiration was complete freedom. So if I was offered $50 million, I would take it because it accomplished my ultimate goal and that was to never have a real job in, in my entire life and freedom. I mean, so. I get you, but... I mean, you'd like to think right, that you're naturally funny. So, like, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, you know, one of my favorite jokes to tell is the, the Mickey and Minnie Mouse. 
in court i i, I didn't say she's crazy she's fucking goofy like yeah. that's like my favorite <laughs> whenever people say oh you're a comedian tell me a joke i tell them yeah. that joke i like that joke <laughs> right so yeah, yeah but i don't think i nah yeah this next question is going to be fun for me because it's the first time i've had a comic on the show that actually does impressions on a regular basis oh <laughs> question two your f- your best famous person impression uh shit um or you could just run through your best impressions since you no, are an impressionist but, oh hey how dare you now you've that. insulted me <laughs> that's the heart like uh i i I've always been just kind of a mimic. Like, uh, (sighs) I don't know. Everybody tells me that that Hank Hill is probably, I guess, but that's, it's so, I mean, fuck, everybody does Hank Hill. You know what I mean? There's no, like, actor, like, famous actor that you could do? Uh, Or have done? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, jeez. You're out of order. There's all courtrooms out of yeah. <laughs> I can't do any. So. Yeah, uh, for me, I, see, here's why I'm drawing a blank. Is yeah. uh, a lot of times I'll, I have to hear a like. Let's a, let's change it to. Uh, do the impression you enjoy doing the most. At this point, do anything. We're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark's like, boy, you have really just put the brakes on this show. On this one. Uh, yeah, I guess you know, uh, the, I still do Hank Hill in my act, so that that probably be because I always love saying like now, especially that song, "Turn Down for What." Yeah. You know, that's I always like him. Turn down for what? <laughs> like every time I hear that song. Fire at me now! Another <laughs> round of shots! And I'm like, Turn down for what? Turn down for what? <laughs> Fucking gold, man. Thank you. But I have Question. been doing Al Pacino a lot lately, too. Have like, you? Every time somebody goes, hey, thank you very much, I'm like, oh, that's okay. Oh, you do. Scarface, that's Al okay. Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> George Wynn okay. is so polluted. You can't have any babies. Your woman is so polluted. <laughs> it is nice to do Scarface, Al Pacino. He's such a douche. I know. Question so three. Say goodnight to the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. Name a comic you don't get along with and what the backstory is. Oh, uh... Okay. <laughs> well, there's a couple, but there's... There always is. There always yeah, is so the thing is, there's one, I'm just not going to step on that landmine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just... I, I'm not even going to say if it's a male, female. I... Uh, That's been put to bed. I just... I dig it back don't up. even... I don't even want to fucking uh, uh, <laughs> deal with this person or in okay. any regard. Okay. Uh, Can you tell Funny me we were talking there? about... Oh yeah. Oh okay. Good. Uh, Number two. Funny, we were talking about uh, going over time and like yeah. time being a big deal. The biggest like face-to-face confrontation I ever had. Uh, it was a guy that that uh, I'd never heard of before. Okay. And uh, his name was well, I, I, I'm guessing it was his stage name because it, his, it was Terry Tough. Terry Tough. 
and it was T U F F, if memory serves. And you were closing, he was no, opening? No, other way around. opening, he was yeah. closing? Okay. And I get off stage, and uh, I I wear a big, uh, I used to, uh, I lost the watch that you that you were uh, joking about <laughs> last night. You were like, you could, I could see that watch from the back of the stage. And yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, there's a, st- there's like, uh, I have a watch, like, yeah. I had one that was this size, but it was a digital watch. Oh, which is perfect. I, yeah. So he claimed that I did 45 minutes. What? And was irate. This was after the show. This yeah. was in between. We were both selling merchandise, so it was in. It was betwixt the first and second shows. <laughs> was it one of those scenarios where they started the show late? And he no. just assumed. No. He just had complete loss of time. I fucking management. buried him mark Mm. and he was pissed off at me yeah and he he which i'm never that guy i i don't i would never purposely upstage a headliner like i was raised right in the business that you know like we were saying uh we were just saying i like of a bit of a ruckus on stage yeah but guys that don't, I'm not going to stir them up and then hand them off to a headliner <laughs> who who leaves the mic. Not saying that's you, but yeah. who leaves um, the mic I in the mic stand am, am not, and uh, doesn't want to talk to guy. the audience. Right. Yeah, so, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. To, you know, I'm not going to fucking get them all riled up. So the show ended on time, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's the thing. It was physically impossible for me to have done 45 minutes. So. I had already reset the stopwatch, otherwise I would have showed him. Yeah. And I said, look, and like he was in my face about it. And I was like, dude, hold up. First of all, wow. you know, please just take a couple steps back. Not because I'm Billy Badass. I'm like, mm-hmm. this just doesn't need to escalate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I asked the manager of the club, how long would you like me to do? And he goes, well, first of all, that you don't ask him. You, you know, this is my show, you know. I'm the one that makes that decision. And I go, and I said, really? So you're signing my check at the end of the week then, huh? And he went, well, no. And I'm like, okay, so that's who I'm asking, right? Yeah, no shit. No offense, but that's who I'm asking. That's the money man. Right. So he said, do like, you know, uh, between like 25 and he said, just don't go over 35 minutes. And I'm like, well, I I mean, as much as I'd love to do 35 as a comic, yeah. I, I, so I think I I, yeah. I I did. I don't know. It was like just over thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two minutes. Yeah. So we're back and forth about this, and he and finally I I Mark, this is exactly what I said to him. I said, okay, just so that I can get the fuck out of this conversation, how many minutes would would you like me to do? And he said, uh, twenty-five, maybe thirty. And I said, fine. <laughs> You got it. Goodbye. And walked away. And I went on stage as soon as the host said, give it up for Chad Miller. I made it like a big production, like I was hitting start on my watch, right? Oh, I was a dick about it. Because <laughs> he was sitting in the back of the room, his arms crossed, yeah. just like, mm-hmm. And I, I said, uh, I think I did, I, I did exactly 2730. And, and when I said, thank you guys, I'm Chad Miller, enjoy the rest of the show, right? I hit stop on my watch, turned around, grabbed my beer bottle, looked, and went, 27 and a half minutes as I'm walking off stage. <laughs> 
Did you have a problem with them no. the rest of the week? No. Well, that's good. And then, actually, truth be told, uh, we had worked. We've subsequently worked together past that, and he remembered it like the the second day of the week, and, oh, okay. and was like, "Oh, wait, we had." And I was like, "It's not a big deal." Yeah. You know, we've like totally squashed it. For that's sure. Why, you know. <sighs> Sorry about that. Question four. What's the meanest thing you've ever done to a person on purpose? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was working. Uh, this is years before. Uh, this is. This I like that you have an answer, by the way. The last three comics were like, I don't know, pulled my sister's hair. I'm like, fuck off. You oh, know exactly no. when you did the meanest no. thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. Uh, Sadly, yeah, I'm sitting here going, "Ooh, shit! What is the meanest thing?" Because there's, <laughs> there's, I mean, uh, Ooh. taking a dump on the hood of someone's car. Uh, <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, Jesus. We used to do mailbox baseball back in the day. Uh, I, yeah, I was kind of a hooligan when yeah. I was a kid. Um, I was working at this resort as a uh, a bellman. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I guess that's kind of politically incorrect. Uh, luggage monkey. Oh, all right. uh, there you go. <laughs> and I, it used to be, I, it, you don't really see this occupation. I think this might be a dying breed now. Yeah. Like, how many? when's the last time you saw a Bellman, dude? I mean, yeah. or if you ask, hey, do you have someone that could help me with my bags? They're like, what the fuck is the matter with yeah. you, right? <laughs> so, uh, I was... It, it, there was kind of a hierarchy. I was the guy that was outside. I, the t- title oh. was doorman. Yeah. But it was at a resort. It wasn't like it was curve. New York where I'd yeah. get a cab or something like that. But I mean, but I was the guy that greeted. All I did was when you pulled up uh, at, at this resort in Tucson, yeah. you know, do would you like some help with your luggage? I unloaded it into the cart, yeah. took it inside, like handed it off to a guy that was going to take it up to the room. Gotcha. And if you wanted your car valeted, I'd get you the ticket, and then I would turn and hand the ticket to the valet, and he'd go park the car. <laughs> so you were the like host middleman or whatever. That's all. You yeah. want to talk about a gravy fucking gig? That is a pretty good gig, right? Yeah, and I, I made, I made more per hour. Not, not me personally, but yeah. as with this title, you made more per hour, and you all, always average more cash money. Wow. It was the weirdest thing. Anyway, yeah. so this this uh, this family had stayed at the hotel like uh, like three days or something, and hadn't tipped. At, like the the servers oh, were sure. going, oh man, they're that giving us a, like twelve percent. The resort pretty fast, right? Oh, sure. Didn't give me shit. Didn't give the Bellman shit. Like oh, you know, maybe like a dollar something like that. It was just, yeah. I mean, I'm like, you're staying at a fucking. Anyways. <laughs> So they come down, they call uh, for service to come up and get their shit. And now they've got like two full carts of shit. Like they've gathered, they've wow. bought. See, that's the thing. I understand if you're at a resort and you're on a limited budget, maybe you've got a price line or something, maybe, yeah. you know, to have the disposal. You know, so fine. Maybe, you know, but no, they obviously were spending money just not at the hotel, right? Wow. So they're like. They come, uh, they get their shit all in the car and, and drive off, didn't give us anything. And I'm like, you fucking. 
they made a circle, came back around, they're like, oh my God, we almost forgot. We need directions to the airport. Like this was before the GPS and stuff was all, you know, like you actually had to have directions. <laughs> they're like, the, the resort was about uh, maybe 30 minutes from the Tucson airport, oh right? I they're like, our flight, our flight's like, our flight leaves in like 45 minutes, we, you know, and, and I go, sure, no problem. Uh, Mark, I sent them. If say the say you're looking at uh, you're looking at Tucson. Is, yeah, say the yeah. resort is here to the yeah. south southwest. Okay. And the uh, airport uh, is south, also kind of south and east of, of yeah. the resort. Okay. I sent them straight freaking east, <laughs> like to uh, I ten. Uh, which was probably 25 minutes, 30 minutes uh, at best, to get on I-10 in morning traffic, which was the only interstate that, were, that was in Tucson. Uh, I basically sent them the longest fucking way possible. If, it, if they got there in, if they even got to the airport in an hour, it would have been a miracle. But let's, let's remember... You still gave them directions to the airport. I did. <laughs> they still got there. I did, but just nowhere in time for their flight. Oh, my God, dude. That's fucking funny. Final question. Reveal something on this podcast you have never told your wife. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> In high school, I took a dump off like the eighth floor balcony of of a Howard Johnson hotel with three of my buddies because it was a band trip. Uh, so it was a double occupancy room, right? And we were just paired up like two dudes in the same bed times two in a room. Like, can you imagine that nowadays? It's horrible. Man. Like that would that Sounds would never like old fly. Sounds like condo. That would never fly. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So Tucson, on Albuquerque, where it's the MC sleeps on the MC couch, on the couch guest spot in the recliner. I mean, <laughs> and oh my God, that couch you could have repopulated the. Dude, remember the remember the what was that chemical burn in the carpet in the Albuquerque yep. condo? Mm -hmm. Like what? What about the blood stain in the Tucson condo? Oh, dude, the I when I. Oh. Like the Kool Aid Man. Got okay, well, let me tell. Let me answer room. this question, yeah. and then speaking of the Tucson condo, I Once one of the, the end, funniest things. You thing. just shit over the balcony. Yeah, that's it. With three of my buddies, uh, uh, she doesn't know. That, she doesn't know that you shit on cars. No, no, dude. She almost <laughs> threw up with when someone was make believe shitting on a on a on a movie screen. All right, give me the condo story. So we're running out of time. So, uh, Tucson and, uh, Scotty's given directions to uh, radio and he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, you want to, you want to take a left and Ben Creed is sitting at the bar and, uh, uh, cause we're sitting there drinking and, uh, Scotty goes, you want to take a left out of the condo? And Ben goes, the what? If, do you know Ben Creed? Yep. Okay. He goes, the what? <laughs> and 
Scotty and just kind of looking at each other like, he goes, you want to take a left out of the con? The what? <laughs> and we're like, Scotty looks at him like, what the fuck? He goes, you called that a what? The condo. <laughs> yeah. He goes, the apartment. The what? Like, how dare you call <laughs> yeah. it a condo? Like, which always about like why they would even call it a con. Like, I don't get the condo word. Like, because they're all apartments. Right. Like, some of them are houses. Some of them are sublets or like duplexes and shit. But why? A condo? He was like, like he goes, you know. call that piece of shit a what? <laughs> that place was horrible, man. I stayed with my buddy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, like sure. one of my high school friends. It stunk to high heaven in that joint. Anything to promote, Chad Miller? Just my website, chadcomedy.com. Yes. Do you have a Twitter? At Chad Comedy. Do you have upcoming dates to promote? This will come out in a month. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Got about four episodes ahead of you. I got you. I got you. I know, and uh, I'm going to be uh, at uh, Penguin's. Actually, oh. home of my Cedar Rapids. It's like my, the, like hands down, my biggest fans in the world. The first guy that ever got my T-shirt design tattooed on him. Get the fuck out of here! And now it's like I have a whole page on my site that of people that have seen my show and then emailed me that they got it tattooed. Jeez. Yeah, uh, November sixth uh, through eighth, I'll be at Penguins. Go see Chad Miller. He is hilarious. In Cedar Rapids comedy impressions music and i survived the two staying in the tucson condo survived. with butch lord he survived the hellmouth <laughs> we called tucson he got out he's now in denver flourishing with all of his marijuana <laughs> chad thanks for being on the podcast thanks buddy i appreciate it thank you and that was chad miller on the program very funny comic uh check out chadcomedy.com for all of his upcoming dates around the country if you want to check out what he does live he's very funny um yeah you can get the podcast at uh, itunes and podbean and stitcher and tuned in and all that jazz and uh check out my website for my upcoming dates largedrunkman.com and uh yeah tune in next time when we talk about who knows Destiny Oh, it's the rising sun I was born A shotgun in my hands Behind the gun I'll make my final stand
that's why they call me